Today's episode of Locked on Hornets is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> Locked On Hornets, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. I want to make fun of Nada before we really even get this show started because why, as why we're we talking, why we before this? we start recording, as we're talking, we're just saying, hey, where do you want to start? Where do you want to, how do you want to form the show? And Nada's like, you know what? I think we start with the third and fourth quarter and how defense won them this game. And in the meanwhile, here's LaMelo Ball going off and national NBA pundits everywhere are discussing and going crazy over LaMelo. We got everybody saying how fun the Hornets are. LaMelo goes for 24 points, 10 assists and seven rebounds. And Nada's like, you know what? I want to start with the third and fourth quarter. Explain yourself. Why are you a hater of fun? I'm not necessarily a hater of fun. What I am saying is, at this point, if you want to go for the how great is LaMelo today conversation, you go to other places. You go to other places. Like, literally. No, no, no. Do not. You are spreading a bad message. No, I am not spreading a bad message. What I am trying to tell you, Walker, is that we give you everything. I want to get to the heart of the problem. We can get to the dessert and everything else like that. We can have the funnel cake, which is what LaMelo is. He's the funnel cake of this discussion. (laughs) Everything else, like I want, again, I want to have fun, but at the same time, we can have fun and not make this the Locked on LaMelo show, which is what people are going to complain we are for the most part. And I'd rather not do that, you know? I'm trying to present balance here. I'm trying to I, I'm trying to remain a somewhat of a journalist, sir. Thank you very much. No, no, I, I I am I am not showing my gratitude. I am not doing that. I don't think anybody is going to complain about us being locked on Lamelo because this is what we should be right now. You've got a third overall pick that's hitting hard. He's going to win the rookie of the year. Tyrese yes. Halliburton's the only one that's going to compete with him, which we can talk about later on. It's actually going to be a somewhat of a fun race, just the numbers, but either way, LaMelo's the guy. And I think a lot of people are tuning in because they want to hear about LaMelo Ball. They want all of the content that we have about our rookie because he's so damn exciting. I mean, he has been so much fun. And we were gushing over him yesterday on Locked On LaMelo. But right now, then he follows that up with the game like he did against the Houston Rockets where he puts up that stat line, just three rebounds shy of a triple-double. He sets a record for most three-pointers hit at that young of an age, at 19 years and whatever change he's got on him after that. But he hit seven of his 12 three-pointers that he took yesterday. They were the only field goals that he hit. It was all from beyond the perimeter. Um, I mean, he's just so much fun and... To not lose sight of the actual goal, the Hornets won. 
They won 119 to 94. They beat the Houston Rockets. And now we'll get to what you want to talk about, Nada. It was the fourth quarter that was the biggest separation. How about this? The Charlotte Hornets scored 29 points in the final quarter of action. The Houston Rockets total score seven. The Houston Rockets scored seven total points in the fourth quarter. That included a beginning 19 to one run. For the Charlotte Hornets, I believe that would go to a 24 to four run after that. And then eventually Hornets would win 119 to 94. Good God, though, not a a seven point total uh, for the Houston Rockets and and the final quarter of action. Unbelievable what we saw at the end. Look, we the fun part about that fourth quarter is it wasn't just the LaMelo ball show. It wasn't just Terry Rozier. This was Biz giving you 10 good minutes, which as an old man, you can only ask an old man to do something for 10 minutes without him being utterly useless afterwards. Um, (laughs) I would, would, at this point. Are you raising your hand with nobody that nobody can see? Again, Uh, no one can see me in here. Like, I'm recording in a nice, (laughs) nice, solid room, and I understand that there are no mirrors in here, too. So, therefore, (laughs) but between that, there's that. There's, again, Caleb Martin coming out there doing defensive work Malik playing good defense hitting big shots like this third and fourth quarter defensively was one of their better quarters and you know what the best part was Walker you didn't see that much zone it was more man on man get your man guard your man put your foot in the ground and play ball and literally that fourth quarter might have been the best closing fourth quarter that we've had all season, and this is coming after, uh, literally 24 hours after the Washington game in which that was a complete laugher for the most part. So bad that Scott Brooks ran out of timeouts before because he knew the fourth quarter was going to be a laugher. <laughs> yeah, um, here's what, and, and we can talk more about LaMelo in the second segment because I do want to talk about his jump shot. Do you mess with it? Rick Bennell has a piece on that as well. And LaMelo's talked about that before. I do want to kind of talk about that and some of the other things about LaMelo compared to other rookies in the NBA. But another thing that I'm really pleased to see, and I mentioned this yesterday on SportsCenter CLT, it seems like James Brego is finally sticking with a good rotation. We're finally seeing these guys that deserve to be out there getting significant run get exactly that. So it's LaMelo averaging at least 30 minutes a game all the way here for that. Everybody is PJ Washington. When he's healthy, he's getting the minutes. Gordon Hayward, Cody Zeller is playing a lot and Terry Rozier. Then you go to the bench. Malik Monk is getting the amount of minutes that he should get. He's and he's looked good. I mean, ever since he's entered the rotation, Malik has been good at basketball. Miles Bridges about his game yesterday. LaMelo steals the show, but he went 19 points, hit a couple of three pointers too. had a good percentage from the field. And then here's Caleb. I mean, Caleb got 27 minutes yesterday. He's done some decent things that, that that'd be the only guy that I'm okay with not giving as much minutes, but that's fine. Like, you know, I'm, I'm cool with Caleb. I'm, there's been a lot of criticism towards James Borrego for me with the rotation that he's decided to go with at times this season, a lot this season. I like what we're doing right now. This, this is the group of guys that I want to see playing basketball for the Hornets. And I'm glad Borrego is sticking with these guys, at least for the moment. Yeah, at this point, and the fun part, the fun part was, and I don't know if you caught this, like Nick Richards actually looked like an NBA capable big for the last three minutes too. Like there's that part. Like (laughs) this team is coming together as if there was a plan in place. 
Like that, I think that's the cool part. Is like you're starting to see the the wheels in motion. Some of it happened a little bit later to the fans' dis, uh, dismay than than it probably would have happened. But at the same time, the plan is coming together. It's uh, the only thing that's holding this team back is a PJ Washington resurgence, and yeah, and literally the sky. I'm not gonna say the sky's the limit. I would say the five's the limit. But um, I, I would also say like. This team has a doesn't have a real has a ceiling this year, but the ceiling on fun isn't there yet, and we haven't hit the ceiling again. We got another two awesome connections from Miles to Lamelo. Like at this point, there's nothing more I can say about the Lamelo connection outside Lamelo Miles connection outside of I do not like the MB2 nickname that Lame- Oh, it's bad. Lamello, come yeah. on, man. I mean, look, I, I love everything else about you, but the MB times two. How in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I yeah. that's that's bad. We can't allow him to create and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do no, that. Exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. <laughs> That's so bad. It's that me times two. The servant, it's all very bad. And that's exactly why you're not allowed to give yourself your nickname. We'll talk more about LaMelo Ball here in just a moment. But first, I want to talk about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA college basketball and the NHL are in full swing bet online even covers awards TV shows and reality TV for you true degenerates out there real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online it's your online sportsbook experts we continue to gush over Mellow Ball coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presence. More than God Almighty, <laughs> keep this. Pres- you're, you're not deleting this at all. This is going to end up being a, a, a bit. I promise you, it's gonna no. no. It's gonna be a bump. It's gonna be a bump. Let it. Let it. Just let it be. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily pod breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. You can start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. I want to take a look at some of the numbers from LaMelo here recently, Nada, because they've been impressive. Uh, He's gotten, I believe this was his fifth start in a row last night. It's because the backcourt has not been healthy. Terry Rozier was out. It allowed LaMelo to get his first few starts. And now Devontae Graham has been out the last couple of games. LaMelo has started in his place. And one, just because we have to check in with this conversation every day as you roll your eyes, there's no way you take him out of the starting lineup after what he's been doing. I, I hate you. I, I really do. I, I'm stop, just, just stop, what it is. Stop, stop. It's we don't need what to it do is. this. I'm just saying, okay, that's fine. We'll move on. But let it be known. You don't take LaMelo Ball out of the starting lineup. He's been awesome. And when you look at the last, uh, not only just the last five games that he started, but not, I've kind of been looking, you look at 
when he started to play 30 minutes a game and the second game against Indiana, he played 29, 47, basically 30 minutes that game. Right. So since LaMelo started playing 30 minutes a game in that second game against Indiana, he's averaging over 22 points per game. Mm -hmm. He's averaging right at seven assists per game and he's averaging six rebounds per game. All right. He's also shooting 48% from the field, 45% from three and 90% from the line. So the last seven games that he's been averaging these 30 minutes per contest, really, he's almost, he's 2% away from the field of being a part of the 50, 40, 90 club, which again, crazy small sample size. You can do that for a lot of players, but he's been really good. He's been awesome. He's had an impact on the game every time that he's gone out there and played. And you look at the box plus minus for LaMelo and you look at some of the advanced stats and you compare them to the other rookies, it is laughable. It is hilarious how much better he is than every single other player that was taken in the 2020 NBA draft class, except for Tyrese Halliburton, who that's going to be the guy that he has to hold off. I mean, Tyrese is putting up some, hold on. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's look, LaMelo's going to win, and he should. Yes. I, I am voting for LaMelo Ball to be Rookie of the Year, but we can't deny that Tyrese Halliburton isn't having a great season. Oh, no. We, I mean, we, he really he, is. He's having a great season, Walker. What I'm telling you is that barring the NBA dissolving into the ether, LaMelo Ball, like if the game stopped tomorrow, LaMelo Ball still the uh, – again, if – LaMelo Ball still the rookie of the year. If LaMelo Ball decided, you know what? I've done enough for this season. I'm going to see you guys when there's fans around. <laughs> He's still the rookie of the year. There is no I'm one not- that is coming close to the stratosphere. Thank you, Tyrese Halliburton, for showing up for second place. Just give that I'm man- not disagreeing. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing, Nada. I'm just telling you, I was trying to sell the point home that LaMelo and the advanced stats and a lot of the, even the traditional stats, but the advanced stats certainly are just light years better than every other rookie, except for Tyrese, who's right there or, or close to him. So I'm just saying that's the only guy that deserves some credit when talking about the advanced stats, but even just let's go to the box plus minus, right? Let me hear it. So you look at the top five picks, LaMelo ball has a 3.1 box plus minus. The other top five picks, Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, Patrick Williams, and Isaac Okoro, the best box plus minus among those, it's Patrick Williams at minus 3.9. That's the next best box plus minus. In fact, the only guys that you can even go to in the positives that have played significant minutes this season, it's Devin Vassell at 0.7. It's Tyrese Halliburton at 2.5. And then it's going to Emmanuel quickly at 2.2 for the Knicks. And that's going to Other than that... Uh, yeah, well, it, sure. But as far as that goes, you can't find really anybody else in the positive for this draft class that has played significant minutes. And LaMelo and Tyrese are clearly ahead of everybody. And LaMelo is even above Tyrese. It's just hilarious, Nada. The point being, rookies are not supposed to be this good. They're supposed to really suck. Yeah. And even the good ones, even the good ones are supposed to really suck. And what LaMelo is doing has been so much fun. And it's been winning basketball. Like that was a take that had been overused even with LaMelo as we had started to get into the early parts of the season, even Mm -hmm. where, yeah, he's a lot of fun, but it's not winning basketball. It's like, all right, helping them win right now. And there's some numbers to prove it. There are absolutely some numbers to prove it. And the funny thing is I would say because he's getting more minutes, he's actually been more effective. 
because we were talking off wax before we started recording. And one of the big things that I kind of I'm kind of noticing is the fact that Lamelo's legs are dead. You're see, you're starting to see a little less variance in that jumper. The jumper is like less crazy legs, and it's more straight up and down. And he's splashing them at a ridiculous rate. Because if I'm not mistaken, he's at least fifty percent over the last two games. So if he's going to be a continuous three point threat, the sky is the limit. He's at minimum at minimum a number two guy on a championship team that's how good he can be but for right now like and you know how i am with is he gonna start this that and the third do you want to know what my favorite conversation that we probably should be starting what's that we should be talking more about Lamelo ball as an all-star oh wow this year this huh year. this year yeah it, it, I don't think that he he's not going to be an all-star this year. Or, see, not a you are one that does not like to set expectations at a bar when they're not reached, oh, oh, then everybody, oh, oh. it throws everybody off. To be fair. So are you, are you willing to do this to right now? To be fair, I don't like setting those expectations at a bar that I, that I can't reach. As long as it's not involving <laughs> me, I'm okay. But it's but no you were you were you were angry at the people that set the bar for the Charlotte Hornets to reach the playoffs and then you said when they went on that losing streak you were mad at everybody because they had set that bar then it didn't seem like they were going to reach it and then we started to criticize the Charlotte Hornets you weren't here for that not like are you saying right now you are of you are going to set the bar for Lamelo to get to the All Star yeah, game well I think he can I think he can get in I think he's go- he's not now we all know he's not going to get the votes. We know the votes. That's completely out of out of out of reach. But would it really surprise you if he happened? If he continued something similar to this run, like he's going to be undeniable to go to Atlanta if this happens. Like it's almost he's going to be undeniable. That's what I'm saying. I think you are setting unfair expectations, sir. I hope he gets there. I, that would be fun. I'd love to see it. But Gordon Hayward is the only All Star on this team right now. It's going to be Gordon. And Lamelo Ball, hopefully one day, maybe even next year, the way he's playing. But right now, I don't think that there's going to be enough votes to go around where he can steal some from some of the other point guards that reside in the Eastern Conference. Um, let's take a quick break. I want to talk more Lamelo Ball. I want to have a conversation about his jump shot because it's funky, but it's going in right now. And I want to continue to talk about that. But first, let's discuss rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food or any other thing you might find important in your life. So why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. And best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So again, I ask you, why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Locked on LaMelo, still to come, coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. And I was cutting a rug in that place, not a Funkmaster Flex. Shout out so to him. Again, Walker, how old are you again? Uh, I am 28 years old. <laughs> I didn't know a person under 35 used cutting a rug anymore. 
It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. So, Nod, I want to talk about LaMelo's jump Let's shot because... It's funky, right? It like he's got a little when you could see the slow. I remember watching Lamella's jump shot at the beginning of the season and it would change. Mm-hmm. He would go with the crazy legs when it when it wasn't the set shot. It was the crazy legs kind of jump shot that you would see where it's like his right foot goes out and extends beyond his left. He's kind of, you know, doing the V-shaped thing and it would miss. And I think we talked about this article from Jackson Frank, who did a really good job, spent some time watching every single one of his jump shots or his three-point attempts to the point that he wrote that article. And when he had the crazy legs, he was significantly less efficient. And when he didn't, the ball was starting to go in the hoop a little bit more. And so even without the crazy legs, there are still some things pretty mechanically wrong with LaMelo Ball's jump shot from the waist up. But I think the legs, you haven't seen as much as that kick from his right foot nearly as much. Still, it's like the two-handed push shot that the left hand is a little too involved and there's like some sideways spin. It's kind of weird, but right now it's going in. And even when you look overall at the percentage that he's had on the season, he's shooting 36.3%. I would be thrilled if it stayed right at that number all season long. Here's the thing. You look at what he shot in the month of December, where you basically saw them play four games. He shot over 50% from beyond the Mm -hmm. arc. You look at the entire month of January, which is what most of the basketball has been played in. He shot just 25% from three. Now you look at what he's done in February. So basically five games, he shot over 50% and that's brought them, brought him to 36% from the field. If LaMelo continues to shoot at a clip, even close to this, he's not going to go seven of 12 every night, obviously, but if he shoots at a, a level, you know, even close to this, then you let it ride. Okay, like I'm not going to try to change anything and and that would be just fine with me. I'm worried about the larger month that we've gotten, you know, the January sample size being 25 percent. You know, when does that come or does that come again? Because it, it is weird. You do have some outliers of players in NBA history that have something weird going on and they're able to still hit at a high clip from three point range. Cool. If it works, then great. But you know, and and it's working for LaMelo right now. I just, I wonder, do we have enough of a sample that, okay, LaMelo has shown that he can hit at a high enough clip that we just never mess with it? Or is it at some point, if it becomes a frequent problem and and a problem that persists, is is it at that point you start to change it? What's your overall thoughts, Nada, on LaMelo ball, his jump shot, the way it's going in right now, but we've certainly seen it not go in at times. Honestly, leave the kid alone. And it's funny because I just remember, I can't remember who told the story, but it was about Dewan Blair. And again, shout out to anyone that remembers Dewan Blair. Wow. uh, Yeah, no ACLs. Exactly. No ACLs whatsoever. (laughs) But Pop had Dewan Blair playing at a half-decent clip when he was drafted. And the one thing I remember Pop saying is, if I actually tried to coach this kid up, I may end up screwing him up worse. 
So when I, it, that's a constant line I think about. Some guys you can tweak and you can t- coach things out of. Other guys, if LaMelo is this <laughs> adamant about it, he's going to have to fail for a while, for a long time at it before he makes any kind of changes. And for right now, it's working. And he's the kind of guy where he's got enough smarts. And I, I wouldn't call him a Peyton Manning type, but it's close in that he knows what's going to function well with him. He knows what's not going to function well with him. So he's one of those rookies that I would trust. Don't tweak it to leave it alone. And they'll let him figure it out because he's smart enough. He's shown that he's got enough self-awareness to that. Like, it's going to be fine. So if he does, because I think, and this is something that I think we talked about. I just talked about in the second segment. His shot's getting better because he's playing more minutes. Like, the fresher the legs, the more the bounce you're go- he's going to have. The fact that he's got heavier legs right now is working into his jump shot. There aren't going to be those times where he's moving forward, he's moving all around, because he's got to conserve energy because he's playing 30 minutes a game. So for which it's hilarious that you're saying that because you know every every shot doctor in the world will tell you it all comes from your lower body and then the balance that you have with your right hand or whatever your shooting hand is and the fact that you're saying that there's less legs involved with Lamelo that he's a better shooter it goes against every shot doctor wisdom that's out there. It does go against every shot doc- doctor wisdom, but also you also know that I'm crazy and I'm very unconventional, so this shouldn't shock you at all. That's right. So, um, mm. but what I'm what I, what I mean by that is you're not seeing as much leg motion he's doing a it's more set because otherwise the other way is going to just take and sap um sap things so you're seeing a lot more consistency because he's getting more minutes i think that's the thing that i'm i just keep coming back to and it's why i'm not going to worry about it for right now yeah and and i'm with you on that i'm not i'm not worried about it right now I, I do wonder at what point maybe we do become concerned and Lamelo talked about this so he said quote there are a ton of stories everywhere I went they usually tried to change my shot but I always stick within myself and said this is how I shoot I'm confident in it I feel good letting it go even coming here they low-key tried to adjust it a little but I said no this is how I shoot and I just stuck with it those are some of the comments that I wonder if they raise some eyebrows for people about how coachable is he? Is it confidence or is it arrogance to the point where he's not going to allow himself to be coached into some possibly better habits? I wonder if there was any kind of compromise between the coaching staff and LaMelo. Hey, if you keep shooting at this rate, then you do whatever you want and we'll stay away from you. Can we compromise on the lower portion of your jump shot? And maybe you start to fix that a little bit and you can keep the upper body mechanics that you have. I I am fascinated. I would love to see what those conversations look like and what they're going to look like going forward. Because if we go through, let's say another month's worth of games where he shoots 25% like he did in January, then is that a point where you start to try to maybe go back with them and tweak it a little bit? Or do you just want him to play out of that again? I, I th- that that's going to be something that interests me, Nada, because it was something that worried me. It did. It, it worried me coming into the NBA and it, it still worries me a little bit, but man, he's, we're having a lot of fun watching it go in the hoop right now. I mean, he, he's shooting so well. And the, the good news about it too, is the fact that he's shooting so well off of the dribble. Yeah. Like it's a quick trigger. It's, they're tough shots that he's making too. Um, it, it, it's not 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I actually do have some confidence that he can continue to do this going forward. I, I'm not 100% confident in it, though. So we'll see. I think that's going to be an interesting thing that uh, that continues on here. Um, any leftover takes from the game last night, Nada, between the Hornets and the Rockets that you wanted to talk about? Any shout-out you wanted to give shout- to any individual player that's not named no, no, you, Again, no shout-out for any current player, but shout-out to Magic Johnson for giving his seal of approval <laughs> on the Charlotte Hornets last night. Because everybody knows those mag- magic tweets are fairly Captain Obvious. But at the same time, <laughs> when you... Oh, they are outright Captain yeah, they're, Obvious. Fine, they're outright. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be respectful of a legend here, Walker. And here, this is what you're doing. So, but still, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, when Magic gives his seal of approval, like, that's the relevance. That Like, that's the secret sauce. I'm sorry. Magic Johnson says you're worth watching. Then you know what? Magic, welcome to the party. Bring some chips and a couple of billions from me and from me and Walker, and we'll be cool, right, Walker? Yes, we will. We will be very cool. And you have to imagine Magic Johnson thinking there, man, I wish I was the general manager when LaMelo Ball was coming out to the <laughs> NBA trap because I drafted the wrong ball. Yes, he did. I had to trade Lonzo to go get Anthony Davis. And then here's LaMelo playing with the Charlotte Hornets, and he's the guy. Is he going to bring us up to the L.A. standard? Not are we going to become the big major market because of LaMelo Ball being here as the hey. point guard? That's what I want to see. Hey, I, look, at this point, look, if this means that we get Rihanna at games next year, Yo, here for it. Here oh, for man. It. All right. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Where is my credential? I need it right now. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Hornets. Thanks again for supporting the show. We always appreciate it. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA. Locked On Today, Hollinger and Duncan. Again, any show on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. We will be back with you tomorrow. Psst. Hey, this episode of Locked On Hornets was brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com.